In celebration of four years of the Healthy Hustlers podcast, I'm chatting to some of my favorite guests who I've been lucky enough to have graced my microphone. Women who have inspired me to dream big, reminded me to focus on my own lane and showed me that with a positive mindset and determination, anything is possible. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, and this is the Healthy Hustlers podcast, your go-to podcast show for all things health mindset and motherhood. With over 150 episodes featuring healthy conversations with some of the most influential people in our country, including Kayla Itzines, Megan Gale, Mick Fanning, Sarah's Day, and many more, there is plenty of goodness to inspire you to live your happiest and healthiest life. This episode is brought to you by Pure Harvest's new range of organic nut milks, hazelnut, macadamia, cashew, and creamy oat. Pure Harvest new range of dairy-free milks are now available at Woolworths Australia wide. Today, I am joined by Ange Simpson, a female health and manifestation coach who has built an online empire teaching women how to make an income working from their phones. Ange is a mum to two beautiful girls, Bow and Harper, as well as a cheerleader for all things health, wellness, self-love and female empowerment. Ange was one of the first women that I followed in the health and wellness industry on Instagram. It was probably about eight years ago, and to this day, she continues to truly inspire me. I truly believe that I manifested our friendship, and it is one that I'm so grateful for, as I always leave my time with Ange feeling richer and wiser. Today, Ange shares even more insights and thought-provoking lessons that will help inspire you and allow you to have a greater positive mindset. Ange has been a familiar voice on the podcast many times, and I'm so excited to have her here once again today for the catch-up series. Here's Ange. Hello, my darling friend, Ange, and welcome back to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you today? I am so good. So good. So good to see you again. Like, I think that's my favorite part of today so far is seeing your face again. Oh, that is so nice. Same goes for you. Like I was just saying to you, I'm like, it's so nice being back doing these and just chatting to people who I love and who literally just like fill my soul with so much goodness. And you are absolutely one of those people. So I'm so grateful for your time. Um, Right back at you. And it's so nice to see you and to be connected again. And, you know, it's funny when you go through I don't know, having a baby, it's like you're in such a bubble and, you know, people that you used to talk to nearly every day and then all of a sudden your life just goes into this bubble and you're like, wow, I don't know what anyone's doing. (laughs) Totally. It's like you you just go into another world and I think like other mums get it. But I'm like, if you haven't had kids before, you're like, why? Where did she go? (laughs) Where is she? I want her back. (laughs) So true. Um, Now, these are really just a little catch up chat, a chat with, you know, women that I genuinely love and who inspire me. And you know very well that you're one of those women for me. So I wanted to start the chat with just finding out about what season you're currently in. (sighs) I'm in a season of ease. I have no other word for it. I'm like, I think I started this year. I think, okay, so my, hold on, my Siri is going off. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. So my view of the last like 2020, 2021 is everyone had 2020 and then we were like, next year is going to be better. And 2021 came along and we were like, what the hell just happened? Like that was not better. That was worse. Like 2021 was not 
the high that we expected. And so I think then we all went into 2022, like really tentatively, like we were kind of tiptoeing in, don't touch anything, don't like move anything, just like walk really slowly and don't scare anything and hoping for the best. And so I set my intention at the start of this year to really just focus on my own mindset and make sure that no matter what was happening in not only like the world, like pandemics and all the things, but just in the world around me, people I know, friends, family, I just, I made a really conscious decision to stay away from drama and to focus on ease in life. Um, And it sounds so crazy, but like more of just the really simple things like I'm really excited about my garden right now. Like we're about to, <laughs> we're about to start putting together a veggie patch. Like really simple stuff, spending time with the kids, you know, holidays with the kids and just I've really simplified my work structure. And so this whole year has been incredibly boring from one perspective, but so fulfilling at the other, like on the other hand. So if that oh. kind of makes sense, that's my year so far. <laughs> I love that so much and you know you touched on the last two years and what we've all been through and like I personally feel like that's almost made a lot of people have that shift into how nice the simplicity of life can actually be and how important those small things are. I know there was that quote that so many people were sharing like throughout the pandemic that was like um, one day you'll realize that the small things are actually the big things. And that yeah. was such a huge learning for me throughout all of those years and obviously has been for you as well. So I love that you're just really honoring that and, and nurturing those parts of, of you at the moment. That's so beautiful. I love it. It's a, it's a really nice time. I'm like, it, it can all be easy. It's all easy, I love right? That. It's it, so true. We, st- we try to complicate things and we, and we really yeah. don't need to. Yeah. Even just with work stuff, I was like, I found myself getting really like, competitive with myself like I gotta be better this year everything's gotta be bigger I gotta do more I gotta like you know earn a million dollars and do this and do that and then when I kind of sat at the start of the year my partner and I do like goal and intention setting we look at the year before what worked what didn't and look at what we want to really create for the year coming like I literally said to him I'm I'm sick of trying to achieve for the sake of achieving Mm. like I want to just I want to figure out what I want life to look like and achieve based on how I want to feel. And it's crazy that when you connect into like just feeling good in the ease, I'm like, everything has felt a lot easier. Like it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's incredible. It's so true. And I think that like, I think sometimes we can be so surrounded by, you know, especially online, like yeah, goals. And at the start of the year, it's all about like vision boards and what your goals are and what you're going to achieve. And, you know, this is going to be my best year yet. And you know, sometimes that is actually just starting you in such an overwhelmed, anxious state instead of like, you know, I know definitely when I was starting back work this time around after Rocco, I was like, okay, what are two things that you can focus on that actually are going to bring you joy, happiness and make going to work and leaving the kids feel so rewarding instead of having the list of like five things that I want to accomplish because I've got to like you know make up for lost time and the three months I haven't worked I was like just focus on the things that actually bring you joy and make you happy love that you're in that space I love that you spoke about that it's so awesome (laughs) um I guess with all of that what's been kind of one of the biggest highlights for you personally this year I think the biggest highlights 
Oh, I'm, I'm so corny. I feel like I'm so corny saying this, but the biggest highlights are all the small things. <laughs> like just, you know, days on the beach with the kids and running around in the backyard. We've got like a um, kind of spa thing that can be like a cold plunge or we can make it hot so that the kids have like a warmer pool and like just you know, like being in there with them and cuddling with them and time with friends. And there's been so many small things like, you know, there's been a few big things like we've moved, we love our house, you know, like we went, we had our big conference this year. There's been so many big things, but like the highlights have just been the little things, Mm. just, you know, the daily activities. Like I got a reformer and it's not the getting of a reformer that was that exciting. It was like every day I go on it and I feel good and my body feels good. And yeah, it's, it's the corny quote of it's just all the little things right now that feel good. <laughs> like I hear myself, I hear myself saying it. And I'm like, you are so annoying. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a big one for mantras and affirmations. Is there one in particular that has got you through the year, maybe through if there's been some more challenging times or one that just keeps kind of resonating and coming back to when you feel really in flow? I don't know if it's a mantra, but I have been rereading The Greatest Secret, which is by the author of The Secret. Have you read that yet? No, I haven't. It's really good. Yeah, okay, I need to. It's so good. But it's just, you know, it's just a reminder and I'm going to go a little bit hippie here, but, you know, there's so much that happens around us and, like, as much as this year has been focused on ease, there's been challenges, like there's been very challenging people. There's been business challenges. There's been, you know, challenges with the kids, um, bullying, things like that. Like there's been challenges, but just that book in particular for me was so powerful because it reminded me that, you know, I am not the experience and I get to choose my interpretation of what's going on and how I respond to it and so when there are challenges I kind of just again it sounds really hippie but I've kind of just been able to like sit and observe and be like wow this isn't happening to me I'm actually just observing this thing happening and I get to choose if I get frustrated and if I get angry or if I get sad or I get to choose again and so that has been a really big that's been a really big kind of wake up call for me of just being more in control of my perception of what's happening around me um, and over dramatizing things or um, what's the word catastrophizing things like not doing that anymore and one of my mantras though which I love is if not this something better so when I've been manifesting I've just been really open to sometimes it's not what you want it to be sometimes it is something better and that came when we were wanting to move into this house Um, you know, I really, like I was strong on, I wanted to live here. Like I I said Mm -hmm. to you before we started to record, um, I'd look, I've been looking at this particular area for six years. I wanted to move in here six years ago. And I remember like when everything was happening, so many places that we wanted fell through. And when it came to this one, I was just, I had to just surrender and trust. And it was actually like, there was a three month period where it was like, we're probably not going to get it. It's probably not going to happen. Like, oh, well, we tried. But I just went into this deep, like, if not this, then something better. And it was this. There was nothing better. So I love that. I need to read that book. That was like, wow, that was really cool what you just said. I was like, oh, my goodness. I feel like at the moment, well, the last few months, I've caught myself really sitting in a bit of that victim mentality and things are happening to me. And 
I guess now that I've come out of the fog of the newborn and I've stopped breastfeeding and stuff like that, I've been able to think a bit more clearly and realizing that I was totally sitting in that victim mindset. And so when you just said that, I was like, wow, that is so powerful. Like what an incredible mindset shift to have and to be able to, yeah, take yourself out of the situation and and just observe. That's amazing. Yeah. A really good follow-up book to that, if you haven't read it, is um, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Ah. which is like, um, I forget who wrote it. It's on my bedside table. I'll message okay. you. But yeah, a really good follow-up to that is don't sweat the small stuff because it's the same kind of thing. Like all these things that we think are really big, you know, like if there's someone in particular who's challenging you, like just for me, that constant reminder of like, it's all small stuff. Yeah. Like it, none of this really matters. Yeah. Like it just, it's it's all going to be okay. Yeah. You know? I love that. Um, that was a really good follow-up to read mm. after that. And has there been a standout lesson this year that's really helped, I guess, you evolve? Yeah, just to to focus more or, sorry, to focus less on pushing. Um, I really, like, towards the end of last year, um, I don't know if it was just, like, because of people I follow or algorithms, but I was just seeing all these people who were, like, you know, um, $200,000 months and, you know, made $3 million this year and, you know, my business grew by 10 times or whatever it might have been. Like there were so many people talking numbers and I was like, oh, you know, in my head I started to get to like, oh, well, you know, like I really need to up, up my game. Like all these people are doing all this really big stuff. Like, you know, to me I always correlated my income with the impact I was making. Um, which I now don't think is true. <laughs> I'm like, I know of a lot of people, you know, so many people say this, like, you know, how much you're making is how much value you're giving. But I'm like, I'm sorry, I know a lot of people in this world who add a lot of value to the world and don't necessarily make mm. a whole lot of money, who aren't billionaires, mm. who aren't multiple six and seven figure owners. And so I kind of debunked that myth in my own head of like, you know, you're only doing a good job if you're making lots of money. And I started to sort of look at these people and say, you know what, they're just, they're in their season of wanting to do the push, the hustle, the make lots of money, whether they're pushing and hustling or not, you know, they're in that season. And I had to have that wake up call of like, I don't need to do that. You know, I have more than enough. I'm like, you know, my business is great. It doesn't need to always be Mm. growing. And it's just, it's always interesting, you know, kind of when you look at it now, I'm looking at the trajectory of my business and I'm like, it actually looks like with more ease, my business will end up growing growing more than it did last year. And it just, yeah, that lesson again of, first of all, to stop looking at what other people are doing. And, you know, some people are amazing at marketing online and they do a really good job and they are making Mm. incredible money. But just because someone else is doesn't mean that I have to. Totally. And it doesn't mean that it'll make you happy either. That's what I... I often think as well. This episode is brought to you by Pure Harvest new range of organic nut milks, hazelnut, macadamia, cashew and creamy oat. Pure Harvest new range of dairy-free milks are now available at Woolworths Australia wide. Um, I loved that you said about that person's season. That's been a really um, interesting one for me. I've tried to, over time, really figure out 
who triggers me and who inspires me and if they're triggering me why mm. and it's this whole concept of like is is that a trigger or how do I use that person for inspiration rather than a trigger do I need to get rid of that person online altogether you know is it not aligning kind of thing and one thing that I have thought a lot about is just I guess emphasizing or reminding myself when someone is in their season and yours can still come instead of this like competition yeah. it's got to be now and your career is only for such a short time or you know thinking everything has to happen in this moment it's like looking for people who are maybe older than me or have more kids than me or all of this and see them thriving at an older age or when their kids are at school has been a huge shift but also honoring when someone is in a season of bang you know I feel like people absolutely have those seasons where they might launch 15 things or you know have these really big wow (laughs) moments in a really short period of time and you know there's probably like 10 people well because I'm Melbourne based as well there's probably there's quite a few people in Melbourne that really have stand stand out when I think of that over the years and I'm like that was their season like that's already over and Mm. you know that person was Mm. in that season eight months ago and um, I think recognizing that really helps you to realize that you know you're not going too slow you're not you know losing time it's it's not a race like you still can have your season when the time is right yeah and especially with a, a family like yours like a young young family like I guess it's the question of what do what do you need in this season but what yeah. does your family need from you in this season and like looking at it in that way instead of looking at like you said someone yeah. else's what what's going on for them and going well maybe I should be doing better yeah. maybe I should be doing this or that it really is just what do Absolutely. I need right now what does my family need how does that look I remember you know? in a podcast episode one of the last ones we did together actually you spoke about um the concept of dropping the balls like what balls can I drop right now and what yeah. can I keep in the air and that yes. has been something that has stuck with me for so long and I remember when you spoke about it I was like wow like I'm a really visual person as well so I think like having those concepts to look at and think okay what are all my balls right now and which ones do I have to keep in the air mm. and which ones can I afford to kind of drop and let go on the ground and then when do I need to rotate them and keep other ones in yeah. the air um that's been such yeah. a huge helpful one for me I think over the years um especially that. A, that, a time that. yeah no just as a time and a season that I'm in now and I, I feel like that's allowed me to then think even clearer as well of like this, well, who's inspiring me and, and, you know, are they the right inspiration for me right now and so on. Mm. I love that. Um, <clears throat> I had a conversation a while ago with um, a friend. We were actually at dinner, so Adam and I and these two friends, and I look up to them massively. They are, like, incredible in the world of personal development. They're, you know, they – are amazing parents. They've got a beautiful relationship. They do really well in their work. And, you know, I I was having this conversation with them about, oh, but I want this and I want that. I want to do this and I want to do that. And and one of my partner Adam's, um, like his primary question is at the cost of what? And I was like, at the cost of nothing, I can be a great mom and a great girlfriend and have an amazing home life and be a really good friend and be an incredible mom and go to all my kids, you know, sports things and dance things and all of the bits and pieces. Like I can, I can do all of that and all at the same time. And our friend, you know, we literally sat there, like I swear to God, it was like an hour where they were like, Ange, like calm down. You can't, like you can do it, but you can't do it all at once and there has to be a sacrifice. So he was like, you know, if you want to make, 
$2 million this year. He's like, you totally can. Like you could totally go hard in your business. You know what to do. You have the skills, you have people around you. And he's like, but there's going to be a cost. There's going to be a cost to your personal life, to your time that you get with your kids. You know, you're not like I, we worked out that I work like maybe 20 hours a week, which is minimal. You know, yeah. Not lots yeah. considering. Yeah. Like, like I've, you know, considering what I do and like the impact, it's not a whole lot, but anyway, he said, you know, you can't work 20 hours a week and expect to take your income from what it is now to $2 million. And I was like, yes, I can. I can do everything. And anyway, we had this conversation and they, they wore me down <laughs> in the end. We had this conversation about, we kind of, you know, women at the moment, we're in this phase or we've been going through this phase where we have been told we can do it all. We can have it all. You can be a boss babe and a mom and a partner. And we failed to teach women that you can have it. It's just, you have to look at where the sacrifices come. So again, if I wanted to, you know, go and run a marathon or I wanted to get a six pack, like, it's like, yes, but it's at the cost of certain things. Like it's at the cost of my sleep in or my chocolate that I have every afternoon with a cup of tea, or it's at the cost of, you know, maybe my social life because you're not going out for dinners and eating pizza with friends. So it's, you know, everything comes with a cost and you have to make that decision of, you know, what am I willing to sacrifice for what I really want? And I think that really helped yeah, me. It's similar absolutely. to the balls conversation. Yeah, I love that. Like I was like, what am I willing to sacrifice? And do I want to sacrifice mm-hmm. things so that I can make more money? Yeah, but it was, the, it was the question of at the start of this year, what do I really want to create and what are the sacrifices that I'm willing to make? And I realized, and probably like you have recently, I'm not sacrificing family time. I'm not sacrificing you know, my own health. I'm not sacrificing my relationship and they're my priorities right now. So everything else that fits in. Definitely. Wow. That is incredible. I love those conversations too, that really kind of like challenge you to think bigger in a way and to, and to, and to also just connect with, well, what do I actually value? Because society can easily, I remember when I had Georgia and I felt this like, enormous pressure I'd only just started the healthy hustlers maybe like I don't know 18 months before I'd quit my corporate job and I had Georgia and I felt this enormous pressure to just as we're saying keep all of the balls in the air and just like add mum to this list of things that I was already doing you know I wanted to still go to the social events and but I wanted to be the mum that was breastfeeding and you know home and nurturing her baby but then I also wanted to be the mum that was like keeping her business afloat and you know being relevant and on social media but like I couldn't even have the energy to get out of bed most days and you know get dressed to like so it was just this like pull and tug and I remember just always thinking like how does everyone do this? Like, why am I failing so much at this? And it was like, yes. Not very well. Let me tell you that. No one's doing it very well if they're doing all of it. Like something is like, no one's talking about on social media. I just, I want everyone to hear this and you to hear this. No one is talking about how they're hustling their ass off and they're being a good mom and they look hot and they're going to the gym, but like their relationship is crumbling in the background or like they're going to bed Mm. every night crying their eyes out because they're so freaking exhausted. Like 
we see the Definitely. highlight reel, right? No one's doing all of it and just yep. like this is and easy, that's and you know? exactly right. And I think the more conversations I was able to have with women like you and other mums through the podcast, and it was like, hang on, no one's actually doing this. This is just like this societal pressure that we've been placed on ourselves as women over time. And I totally agree with this like boss babe movement mm. and like, you know, women can do it all. And yes, we can, but we're also only human, you know, and it is about well, at what cost do I want to do it all? Like, you know, is it, and also for me, is it actually going to make me happy? Like, okay, it might look good to everyone else, but like, is that actually going to make me happy? You know? Um, And so there've been big questions, you know, this time around that I asked myself of like, well, you know, this is a season you're in right now. Like take the expectations off, take the pressure off and like what's actually going to make you happy and what's going to fulfill you in this. And the rest can kind of sit to the side and wait till those balls are ready to be picked up again. Um, But I love that conversation with your friends. I think that's amazing. And like, you know, how incredible for you as well to be surrounded by people like that, who, you know, are always making you better and to, yeah. I love my friends, but it it was so challenging. Like I was like a petulant child. I was like, (laughs) you're wrong. I I can't imagine that at all. (laughs) I can do this. I'm like, how dare you tell me I can't? Like this, I don't know if it was like I was like trying to be a feminist. I don't know what I was doing. I was like, I can do it all and have it all. And and he said to me, he's like, I feel for you because you guys are in this. He goes, you're in the age and you're in this time of women can have everything. And he's like, you guys have gone from, you know, 50 years ago, your main priority was to raise a family and be a mom and do all those things. And he's like, and all of a sudden, and it is all of a sudden, he's like, you know, you're all expected mm. to do and be everything. And the way of the world right now is that you do need to make income. Like we live Cost in a world where it's insane. very rare for, yeah, it's rare for us to mm. be a single income yep. household for most people. And so he's like, you know, the pressure has been added to women. And he's like, the story of you can have it all is killing mm. women everywhere because there's very few. He's like, there's a few unicorns who might have it all. Like you can go and find one or two examples where you're like amazing relationship, great health, phenomenal business, incredible mom, great social life, happy, all the things. He's like, there's one or two unicorns that we can all be like, but what about her? But he's Mm. like, for most people, this is not the case. And I literally fought them on it, like had three against one. And I was like, you're wrong, you're wrong. And then eventually I was like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. fighting for the sake of fighting. And you're actually really so right. Because yeah, I'm like, definitely. I was that person. I Like I, I had the thriving business and put everything into building this up when Harper was born five years ago and had the growing social media following and also gained five kilos and my marriage was breaking down like, which yeah. is the part I didn't tell anyone, right? Like I wasn't mm. showing anyone that part. It was a highlight reel, but I'm like, it's, it's so actually true. true. Like I couldn't do yep. what I was and doing. You just, now. you never know what's going on for someone behind closed doors, no matter how shiny mm. and beautiful it may all look on the outside. Like it is a highlight reel. It's 1% of someone's life and it's what they're choosing to share with you. And yeah. a lot of people's business is based off being that inspiration as well you know not everyone wants to share the the hard stuff and the difficult stuff and that's totally okay so um I think we all kind of need to remember that as well so um you've spoken about a few books but has there been any other books or podcasts that have really resonated with you this year that's I guess helped you evolve 
I really enjoy, um, I don't know about his pod. I haven't listened to this guy's podcast, but I've listened to him on a podcast. I think you pronounce his name Chevain, like C-H-E. I'm going to look him up really quickly and I'm going to find him so I can give you the actual name of this person because I feel like I'm looking you guys up right <laughs> now. Um, so he was on a podcast Shervain. Okay, yeah. So I can give you his Instagram page, which is C H E V. Now my page is loading. Yeah. Just cut all my <laughs> rambling out here. I'll say it from the start. Okay. So he on Instagram is Shervain or Shervin. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's C H E R V I N 333. Anyway, I listened to him on the Skinny Confidential podcast and went back and listened to a couple of other episodes he had done. And um, I really like his view of health and mindset. I think that he's a really strong voice that's going to be up and coming. Well, I think he's already massive over there, but in Australia, I'm guessing a really strong voice around wellness. Um, yeah. So he, I, I'm enjoying awesome. his content. That's probably been I a I love that. I'm definitely going to yeah. look him up. I feel like I'm finally open to being back in, which sounds funny because I've got a health podcast, but I mean, so <laughs> sometimes you've got to shut out the noise when, because my health is definitely not, um, been its best lately and sometimes it's just like another expectation I was placing on myself so I've had to I had to knock it was it was was a ball ball and it's a ball that now needs to be picked up and nurtured a little bit as well so I'm definitely jumping on that bandwagon um and what is in store what's ahead for you this year and beyond I don't know I don't know that's exciting I love that answer that's exciting I don't know. I mean, like a lot of just personal good stuff, like just, again, um, working on just always being a better parent, a better partner. Um, In regards to business, you know, what I'm loving is just my role now in my business that I see is no longer about, you know, increasing my numbers, anything like that. It's really about finding the other women in my organization and other women who maybe even aren't yet in my organization who I can help. And I love that my focus is now on helping other people win. You know, like I I had to get myself to a point in my life where financially I was okay. And that's where a lot of my time went. Like I said, you know, health suffered, a lot of things suffered, but I think now having the security you know, of the business I have now, it's so good to be able to go in and help other women do that. And so that's where my focus has been this year, just like when it comes to work stuff is who am I helping to have what I've got now? And I think that that is just going to become a bigger and bigger part of my own mission is just, you know, who am I helping? Who's next? Who's next? Who, you know, who needs to be helped out of a shitty situation? And just, you know, do that, give more, more women the financial empowerment that they're looking for. Um, and yeah, and a lot of cool personal stuff, I think. So oh, just watch this space. I'm excited. <laughs> I'll be watching. Just learning. <laughs> just more learning. Just more learning of stuff and things. And I feel like anytime I'm like, I'm going to do this, I always do something else anyway. So <laughs> That's so true. Sometimes like there's a boss babe um, quote that I saw ages ago about like basically being a quiet achiever, like the less that you say and the like sometimes the bigger mm. noise you can make instead of like 
all these sneak peeks and look what I'm doing. And then all of a sudden it's just like, hey, I'm actually doing this and I'm in the driver's seat. (laughs) (laughs) And I adore you. You know that. Thank you so, so much for your time. I love our chats. You You always just fill me with so much goodness um, and so many amazing lessons that I definitely carry on with. So thank you. Thank you for your knowledge and your goodness and your time. (laughs) I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on here. Always. I love it. My favorite podcast (laughs) in the world. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.